Hey, Devil fans, you're tuned in to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast, and here are your hosts, Chris Cole and Dan Martin. What's up there, Uncle Puckers? This is the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. We're your hosts, Chris Cole and Dan Martin. What's up, Dan? What's going on, Chris? How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, I know it's been a little while since we... Uh, got together and got a show done, so we have a few things to talk about, a few games that have already happened, and one big, big one tonight against Seattle. Uh, that should be a, an extremely fun game, and I really wish that I wasn't sitting in a garage in New Jersey and I was actually at that game in Seattle. Yeah, that would be a good one to go to. Absolutely. That's all trip. Yeah. I, like, that's on my bucket list. Uh, one day I can do this Western trip with this team. and um, Like know. playing for them, or? I was thinking just maybe staying in the same rooms with them. Okay. You know, kind of bunking with them. Just sure. just travel. I would I'd probably <clears throat> definitely hurt the team. So I'm just gonna but I'm there for moral support yeah. and back rubs. Fluffer work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that like what was the first game? Anaheim. Yeah. Uh and then we had the Kings and so Anaheim Kings and then the Sharks and then tonight we have Seattle. Um, yeah, but tell me that wouldn't be the best trip. It would right? be. Uh, I mean, great trip, definitely. definitely. Hang out in some cool cities and some warm weather in the wintertime and, 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 you know, night and or afternoon, depending on scheduling, you go see the hockey game. Yeah, it's a great trip. Um, yeah. Especially this year because you got a bunch of wins out of it, which is, it's been, they've been all pretty wins. dominant. You know? all, all wins, six games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, six points now. In, I don't want to jinx him, but you called for eight out of eight, and you're I on did. pace to I do did. that. So that's congrats to you. That looks pretty but good. But I'm like freaking Nostradamus. Yes. Yeah. So um, later we'll get to tonight's prediction. But yeah, let's talk about the uh, a couple of games. So last Friday was Anaheim, right? Um, and that was uh, we walloped them six two. Um, just a big game all around. They there was not a moment in that game that. You thought the Devils were not going to pull out this win, that they were just not going to impose their dominance over a very bad Anaheim team. Yeah, and I mean, they're supposed to win that game, but it's nice to see them do it with no drama. Well, that's that's yeah. my point. You know, they're going in there, and this is a team that you know is not a good team. They just a spades a spade, and the Devils are, and they should go in and kick the shit out of them. The thing is, they're extremely young. How mature are they? Are they going to go into this game thinking? Looking ahead to the King game, uh, you know, Kings are right up there in the West in the standings. They're a, a veteran team. Teams like that kind of over the past, I would say, five, six weeks have generally given the Devils fits. Absolutely. So a, a team built like L.A., they're looking forward, and then you go in and it's a you know, classic trap game, and all of a sudden, you know, you're fighting for your life in the third uh, period, uh, i.e. San Jose, which we will discuss in a few minutes. But, yeah. you know, they go in and they just they, they took care of business. They looked very mature. They looked like a veteran team on Friday night, just going in, doing their job. And uh, it was a convincing win. And, you know, if anyone in Anaheim is going to score, sure, Adam Henrique, that's cool. You know, that was fun. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you, if, if you want to pick one duck. Sure. Uh, there's been a little bit of trade mumblings I've heard about possibly Adam and Henry coming back to Jersey. Yes. Uh, yeah. I saw some stuff on that like a week or two ago. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, one of those things I wouldn't mind happening if the deal was right because everybody loves Henrik. Uh, he's now like this veteran leader, which is kind of what we need. So it makes a certain amount of sense. Well, he's going to go somewhere. 
Right. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, how productive he still is going to be, but yeah. you're right about having the veteran presence. You know, he has been to a cup final. You know, he has had deep playoff runs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he comes back to the team that drafted him. That could be pretty cool. You know, yeah, maybe and, plays and, a couple of seasons, retires right. as a devil. Exactly. Like, that might be some kind of cool motivation on his part, you know, to, like, you know, come back and, and win the cup. I, I do want to talk to you a little bit because, like, we are, and admittedly, you know, our, like, sweet spot with the Devils mm-hmm. is when we discuss, like, the 94 up until 204, 2025, mm-hmm. um, up until, you know, the last three years. But right. there's a, a chunk of Devils yeah. from, you know, 2005 to 2016, 17, right. you know, of some really good teams, some good teams, and some sure. some really bad teams. So I want to just ask you, like, because, uh, like I said, we, we don't talk about that period yeah. too much. Because, really, you know, you have the the one year in, in, what was that, that they went to the final? 12? 12. Right. Uh, and other than that, it really wasn't a whole lot there. But, right. um, and, and at the same time, I know myself, speaking for myself, like, that was right around the time, like, my daughter was born, like, my I'm starting a family. And yeah. It was, like, hockey age. kind yeah. of. Exactly. Got put on the back burner right. uh, for a few years, so I wasn't not as into it as uh, you know I was in the past. And how you know when the kids get older, you kind of get back into you know yeah, your own like little being hobbies. Being able to watch and, as yeah. regularly as you like and stuff. So um, you know, my question is, who from those teams could you possibly see getting a jersey number or number retired jersey to the Raptors? Any of them? I mean, because Elias was on those teams, but that's already happened. But right. Elias, Elias kinda, you know, get it. he deserves it, but he was but also, he cut you know, his teeth yeah. with those cup te- cup winning teams, uh, right. you know, in the nineties and two thousands. So there's a lot of great names that um, you know, green, white, you know, but, yellow, blue, lots of <laughs> yeah, colors. all the color guys, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's racist, man. Yeah, well, just green and white so far is all I'm thinking about. But you know, like they, can you see their jerseys hanging? I can't. I just no. I just don't see it. Colin, no. Colin White and you know no uh, and then you know they also Andy Green you know he's he was captain he, for a long time you know he was presided those years where it yeah he didn't was happen. the steward of a shitty club for many years yeah. and uh, you know but no I don't think uh, that those guys um, some of the guys like that left during that time they even I mean thinking Rafalski but he was. He was gone. Yeah, he was yeah. gone. Um, you yeah. know, he really does. I think Elias was the only one, the only major holdover from the old teams. Right. Uh, you know, Parisi, uh, who w- could yeah, have, Parisi. who could have been, you know, one of the greatest Devils ever. Right. But you know, whatever. He wanted to go. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, he was on those teams. Yeah, Kovalchuk. Um, you know, which yes. you know, but there were a lot of forgettable parts to those teams. A lot of, you know, just. Guys that come and go, they played a few well, years. A come and go, right? They didn't never gelled really as a team. They kept changing yep. the core of the team year after year during those years. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a very frustrating uh, part uh, time to be a Devil fan. Um, like, and even I mean, Brodor was there, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the, but you know, after he retired, you know, then it just became a solid shit show for a few years. Um, you know, up until basically up until Fitzgerald got there and finally decided that he was going to run the team like a, a legitimate franchise. But it's the Shero years we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Ray, Ray Shero yeah. years were not great years. No, and so you go, we could just skip him, but here's 
Now, if Adam Henry comes back to the Devils, mm. they make a trade. Henry comes back. They win a couple cups. Okay. Adam Henrique's name, Jersey, possibly. Do you think? Well, if you say in a couple cups, if he comes back. How about it's just one? Let's go one cup. He comes back. He had his little career. He's had some big moments as a devil. He goes yeah. out to Anaheim, and you know we forget about him. Comes back, anchors this team for three years, let's say, and we win a cup. It would definitely be within consideration because you know you look at he's got a foot in the past with some success, the best success they had outside of you know the core teams, and you know to come back and win a cup be what I would guess a. You know, if not captain, de facto captain, maybe. You know, even if I don't know, he'd have to be in consideration. And then you see guys on this team that you could completely see them having their numbers retired. Eighty-six having its number retired. Yeah, it does. You know, thirteen having his number retired. Yep. Uh, you know, Brat. What is the number? Is he fifty-six? Uh, you know, if he stays, if he stays, no, that's because, Hall is fifty-six. Oh, that's right, Halla. What is Brat? I don't know why I'm fifty-three. Blanking. He's in the 50s, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I could tell a lot better by watching him actually skate. <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, who did you just mention? The Holla. Yeah. Ah, Holla. Eric Holla. Finally yeah. going to be put on the third line, it looks like. Um, it's just not working out. Well, he did have a big goal. He yes. did have a goal against, I think that was the game against the Kings. Yeah, and we that got... was a timely goal, but it was like, I think his second or third on the season. Yeah, it might have been his third. Um, you know, but we got a we got a little secondary scoring on that Kings match. It, you know, that was a, a game that I thought yeah. was going to be a lot closer than it was. I mean, the Devils dominated them. Yeah, I, I yeah. did think it was going to be, uh, you know, a little bit more of an uphill battle. But they handled them. They didn't look much different than the Ducks when yeah. you really look at it. And which brings us to the man who was between the pipes for that game, um, Mackenzie Blackwood. And yeah. I will say. If anyone that listens to this podcast on a regular basis knows uh, I am not a giant fan of Mackenzie Blackwood's play or his place on this team. But um, if he can do what he did on Saturday regularly, where he can come in and do do a good job, um, it was not a crazy game where he had to stand on his head. He had to be confident, and he was. And, uh, you know, I can go to one play in particular. And um, uh, did you watch the whole game? Um, no, I did All right. mostly recap on that one. That was one of the, it was late. Right. And I will, out. yeah, no, I, I don't think I made it to the third period, but um, this didn't, this was prior to that. Now, yeah. we talked a little bit about, I believe it was Mackenzie Blackwood against the Bruins, and oh, he Bruins. had a horrible play where he came out and oh. to play the puck, and That's, he, yeah, yeah so he, we all remember to play, right? Absolutely. Um, and uh, Bruins forward is right there. He whiffs on the puck, and he just dumps it into the empty net, and Mackenzie Blackwood is standing there, basically holding his schlong at center ice, just not knowing what the hell he was doing. It was now, awful. we talked about it the next uh, time that we recorded, and you, being a goalie and, you know, having a, a, you know, an intelligent guy, said that in that m- moment, you cover the puck. It doesn't matter if you're worried about looking stupid or you know right. having your offensive zone face off. None of those things matter. You go out, you cover that puck, and you don't give up a goal. If you you know that's the last thing. I believe your exact words were, "You're not effing Marty Brodeur. You don't do it." Yeah. So very similar play in the Kings game, and the dude covered the puck. Yes. And I in that moment I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh no 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 no. Oh, oh okay. Whew. Good. 
at least we Good. realize that he's right. not going to do it over and, and over again. So, it, but it, it comes to <laughs> when he plays a competent game, and right. in, in a way, kind of plays with a, a, a clear mind, a quiet mind, and doesn't let everything else get to him. He can be v- Vitek Vanacek's backup goalie, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been pounding my fist on this table about Akira Schmid for three months now. I think, uh, honestly, if you gave me the choice today, despite Blackwood's last game, which was great, I would still take Smith. I would, too. You know, uh, it, it's Sorry. like you said, if he can do that, then we're good. That, and, that's all we right. want. Right. If he can do that on a consistent basis, and look, I only want to see the man play back-to-backs. That's it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the backup, you know, I mean, I'd like to get, like, you know, Chris Terreri kind of numbers for right. backup, but... You know, whatever's doable in this day and age. Um, and, and I would also like Akira Smead, uh, as that in that position better for a salary and uh, salary cap standpoint and, you know, some available money to sign yeah, there's some a lot of reasons players to, that we to need. Cut but, Blackwood, not just that. And, and it, getting something for him now versus nothing later. And it might yeah. still happen. You right. know, it absolutely might still happen because uh, the trade deadline is a month away, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little longer, six weeks. And him playing better right now is, is yes. you know, none too soon. That could because maybe well. it, it ups his value a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's just at the point, uh, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood's not going to be your big bargaining chip, you know. If if he even is one, it's not he's not going to be your big one. It's going to be a, you know, yeah, well, we'll throw him in or do a team – That'll just maybe. I don't think any buyers know, are going to go after. Him. Nobody's going. Right? Nobody's really going to go after. I mean, him. Um, I don't think there's a single cup-looking team that says I need to get Blackwood on this team, or right. I'm not going to be ready for the playoffs. And if you're not a cup, uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, you know, unless you are in the the bottom of the barrel and you see nothing on the horizon as far as a competent goaltender for your team over the next couple of years, whether it be your prospect pool or who you have on your current roster, then maybe you say, yeah, you know what, let's just get Blackwood. But again, I don't see that happening. If he goes, it's I see him more or less somebody just scooping him off waivers more so than a trade. So basically a cut and somebody picks him up um, who will probably use him in the capacity that we would be as a, a number two. But um, he played good on Saturday, so credit where credit is due. You know, he, he uh, in, in another game that I felt the Devils were very, very businesslike, you know, mm-hmm. and... Then they had a couple of days off, and they were in California, and they were probably partying a little bit, and they mm-hmm. go into an afternoon game in San Jose, a team that was much like the Ducks, who you kind of expected if the Devils keep their foot on the gas, uh, they should come out with an easy two points. Yeah. If not the weakest team they were going to face on this trip, right there, just slightly better than the Ducks. But it was not an easy two points. No. Uh, that is not the one that is the dominant performance we saw in the previous two games. Uh, but it was an exciting game. It was very uh, back and forth. And the Devils trailing and coming back to tie it. And end of the period, second period, and the final seconds. And how crazy uh, to tie is... tie it and go into uh, overtime. It, how crazy was it, though? So we've been yelling, uh, you know, for however long now that, you know, guys, you need to play a full – this is a 60-minute game. It does it just – this first period counts, too, and you got to play a little harder. And they don't do that. But not only do they not do that, they end the first period about four minutes early because of a problem with the boards. Right. Tack it on to the beginning of the second. So essentially the second period is going to be 23 and whatever minutes. Yes. But they will blow the whistle after the technical, I'm making quotation marks in the air, first period ends and start the second. So they continue their poor 
they have a 15-minute break. Yep. They come back out and have to play three minutes of a first period, which technically in your head is the second period, yep. which the Devils should be playing a lot better than they do on the first period. But they have three and a half minutes of a first period to play left and give up two goals in that. And then the second period starts, and 20 seconds in, they score a goal. Yep. Like, is this team the most mental team you've ever it seen? Is. It's crazy. Uh, I, I was thinking the same thing, and they were – that was the worst out being outplayed period in a while, and, and uh, the worst outplayed first. three and a half minutes. Yeah, and, and you know, then they they score. So okay, they're back in this, but they drift off again. And you know, they by the time you get into the, the third period, it's it's still an uphill battle. They you know give up a goal right away against them, and uh, you know. It looked uh, all hope looked lost. I must say, it didn't I did look not, like the night I, they were going to come back. No, they it. they were playing poorly. Um, you know. They let in some really bad goals. They really just left Vanacek out to dry on a, a couple of those. Yeah. And, um, like you tap know, in a couple plays. Yeah, just, in. you know, they, they, they didn't the cover their one, guys. One and, yeah, was they, horrible the way it was played. They weren't taking care of um, their, their own end at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, were, they were very sloppy. And, okay, they have two big games where they play great. They're on the West Coast. You, you expect that, you mm-hmm. know. But, holy crap. 8.6 seconds left, and yeah. who's there? Yeah. Jack Hughes ties the game, and we go on to win in a shootout. It, it was Jack Hughes, but it was also, I think, was it Burns? It went off of somebody's stick. And yes, it did. Right uh, it might have yeah. been Burns. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, that, that is something. If I was a shark, I'd have been like, what the fuck did you just do? Are you saying Burns or Boo Earns? Yeah, right? What is that? Boo <laughs> They're saying Boo Earns, sir. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Uh, yeah, and they come out and, uh, you know, they go to the shootout and they get the second point. And, you know, life is still rosy in sunny California. Yep, Vanacek looked very solid. He looked great in that game. Yeah, he did. Um, and I do want to ask you a question about overtimes. Mm-hmm. Right. So in our lifetime, we've seen overtimes change a few times. Um, yes, you know, oh, yeah. we or, started out, as far as I remember, with just a five-on-five overtime. Five minutes, five-on-five. Five. If nobody scores, you yeah, get a tie. It. Yeah, T. You got a T in that. And it, no, then we decided we didn't like ties anymore. Right. So I think, you know, it, the first iteration was five-on-five five still, right? Yeah, I'm almost positive. For like, that didn't last long. Five-on-five five and then a shootout. It's still not. Right, and so that's um, what they No, I think we went to four-on-four. Before we did the shootout, am I so, wrong? I, okay, so when the sh- was it? Because uh, I thought originally it was five on five for five minutes, and then if that still was a tie, then you play for the you okay. play in the shootout. That but I could be, be wrong. That could be. It's hard for me to remember because there's about four changes. In yeah, there. and to our modern iteration where the overtime is fucking bananas. It's awesome, and uh, I love it. And I played in a couple like, uh, uh, you know rec league uh, three-on-three tournaments. Yeah. And it is like the most stressful but fun, <laughs> wild thing. That's it's awesome. Now, how do you feel about shootouts? Okay. From a quality of hockey point of view, it's a little bullshit. Okay? Um, I think, you know, you want your guys to be good in a shootout. You want your scorers to score and you want your goalies to be, you know, come in clutch on the shootout. But it's, you know... It's kind of the same argument people used to make about overtime. Why they wanted games to end in ties. Um, why they, a lot of guys were not in favor of going from 5-on-5 five five in overtime to 4-on-4. Four four. They just figured a tie is a tie. You play 60 minutes of hockey, you don't want to like decide it on a coin flip. 
Right. And people used to look at overtime as a coin flip. And they kind of have said, you know, I don't care. Whatever it takes, I want a winner. Uh, that's what sells. And then they, and they got on three on three. Can't go, you know, any lower than that. But, yeah, the shootout is to make sure that we we get that winner. I think fans like it. I think it's kind of cool. You get to see the one-on-one skills. This is something we've always liked to see in an all-star game. But and that's it to my problem. It's like, whatever. That's my problem. I friggin' hate shootouts. And the reason is it's exactly why what you just said is why I hate them. You have uh, two teams that play their asses off for 65 minutes, and you are going to take that could be pivotal point yeah. and put it into a skills competition. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And I just disagree with it. Now, it's it, like that's not good team hockey. It has nothing to do no, with it. It's I do a like skills the ethos of I have a well-oiled machine. None of my players are as skilled as their top five. But who gives a shit? We're a better team. Right. You know, like when you have a team like that. Now, And then that takes that all away, right? Right. And I love the three-on-three. Now, what do you think about... And and I believe that they should change overtime to three-on-three until somebody scores. It's not going to take that long to get a goal. I wonder how... And it might be... You know what it might turn into? If If one did run long, it's like when you watch those, like, volleyball volleys that go on forever right it's like I can't believe and it's going to be a bunch of great saves it's going to be a, you know, a bunch of almost you know great opportunities that they couldn't cash in on and I think the excitement is just going to build you know it's not going to turn into like you know anything other than exciting in my opinion you could do that but they want a hard out for TV they don't want to fuck around you know? but, but here's the thing 7.9% so let's say 8% of all NHL games mm-hmm. go to a shootout Right. Right. Now, out of that, 13% of overtime games go to a shootout. Okay. Okay. So that means, like, essentially, then, you know, 77% of your games are ended four on four. Right. Right. Um, of three, yeah, three on three. Three on three. I'm three sorry. Three on three. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about it out of that 13%, you know, it, another minute. Two minutes, five minutes, somebody's going to score. That will be 100%. I would be in and, favor. Okay, keep the shootout, but make it 10 minutes to get there. Okay. So so make a three-on-three three for 10 minutes, and if you then don't have a winner, I say bring back a tie. Because I know that from a business point of view, they want, they're not going to turn these into playoff games where they're going to like go no, indefinitely. No, 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 no. They can't they do that. They need a hard out. So, you know, I don't think you can sell a 20-minute period, but 10, I, and I think you're right because that would be cool. Now, that said, playing devil's advocate on this, three-on-three hockey is, again, not really like five-on-five hockey. No, it's, but if you want to use a little skills. bit of your skills competition, then right. I'm cool with that one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. It's a ton of fun, and it's a lot more skill. I mean, a lot more team-based than a yes. shootout. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I think that you can kind of get the best of both worlds if right. that's what you're going for. Mm-hmm. And then just bring back a tie. Yeah, you know, if you're not evenly matched, that you can't score on three three on three for ten minutes, or your goalies are playing that out of your yeah. head. All right, get the tie. I, I um, think the the NHL really said a long time ago, but they've gotten very very serious with it. They want as many goals as possible. Yeah. Every rule change has been to increase goals. Um, that is number one. Um, they're very proud. They said the game's better than ever, and they're they're saying that based on it's more scoring. Yeah, but how much of that is the players, and how much of that is the NHL's, you know, rules changes? 
I think a lot is the NHL rule changes. You're right about the players. They just keep getting better. It's amazing. They also have an environment in which the, the more creative players can do that because they're protected more by some of the rules. Yes. And, um, you know, some of the crazy uh, ways of handling the puck that just you didn't used to see, I think that's in part credit to players, you know, not only having the skill to do it and working on it, but working on it because there's a point to it. They're, you know, they have a more wide-open game, and they're going to protect guys like that. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know what, too? I, I honestly think equipment has a lot to do with it. Those sticks are, like, amazing. Just watch the slow-mo um, of these sticks when guys are sh- taking shots. They curve like the letter C. Right. I mean, they're curving, like, 180 degrees almost. And the snap they get off them is amazing. So there was no guy with a bad shot in the NHL anymore. I Except mean, Eric Holla. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he might miss a lot, but I mean, as far as velocity and, be, and the ability to snap it and stuff, um, really, you know, he does trickle them in too, doesn't yeah, he? But like, take him out of it. He, you know why? He's oh, probably using an old school stick. Okay, he's maybe let's dude. go check it out. Maybe it's made of wood. But uh, you know, it seems like the, the way their caliber players come up, the equipment has gone right there with them. They are, uh, you know, it's a different era. Does make it a little uh, crazy to think about. Yeah, and what that's this. the NHL's goal. They want right. as many goals as possible. That's what they're selling. They're always trying to increase fans. And I don't think you, I don't think they're pulling from the soccer world for fans. They're going. I need a low scoring game. I no. want a good defensive game to watch. Honestly, that's like me, you, a lot of the older Devils fans. Not too many others. Uh, a lot of people, what they really want is as many goals. Well, as I want as many. Even though those te- those were my teams, these teams are so much more right. exciting. So when you end in the tie, you necessarily don't get that last point up there. Yeah, and they like I, to, mean, I think they like to end on, on scoring. Too. Right, the, I know. The shootout makes the last thing the fans see, maybe that new guy who tunes in, a goal. He saw a goal and it was over. Or a great save, but there was a goal right before that. Right. And, you know, like, for the casual, I might tune in. What's their biggest complaint when they don't really have never watched hockey? I can't find the puck. Yeah, you know, when you have shootouts, it's really not too big of a deal. There's, it's, everybody, it's can, a lot easier to track the. Puck. Everybody can understand what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. so they, I think it's the I, average I think idiot's going to like it. I think you make very valid points. Um, I still do not like it. Um, I'm, I'm with I, you, I, really. I, I, I would am, love to just see four. I, think I would love change. to just see more three on three and and go there. But your points on shootouts definitely. I can kind of see it from their point of view now. A little bit better. but um, And as fun as the 3-on-3 three three is, if somebody ever suggested to do maybe a 4-on-4 four and, four and then a 3-on-3 three three or just write it to 3-on-3 three three for playoff hockey, how would you feel about that? I would not like it. No, I would say you can't no, fuck you with 5-on-5. Five five, I agree. Possibility of 7, 8, 9, 10 periods, whatever it takes. But I'm, I'm actually okay with overtime playoffs, turn off all lights, <laughs> glow-in-the-dark puck, yeah. Glow in the dark, goal nets. Okay. And you just play. And at what point does Arnold Schwarzenegger come out? Like <laughs> a running man. Running man, right? right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, I don't know what he said. This, uh, and I just what was watched his that phrase too. After he killed somebody, oh, he must have said something like, "He really iced the buck or something stupid. What did he say? <laughs> That's icing. I think so. I'm confusing that with his Mr. Freeze lines. It, I don't. I never. Oh saw my it. god, he had like ten horrible but dad joke puns. In uh, in the Running Man, yes. right? Oh, I'm trying to think. You're thinking of when he killed uh, Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Yes. Yeah. Not to be confused with Mortal Kombat. No. Sub-Zero. Or Dynamo. But this guy was, uh, I think, a heavy set gentleman. Uh, yeah, he was Asian. big fat ass. Yeah. And so was. Uh, he, I think he got decapitated somehow. 
Um, who was the guy with the chainsaw? That was Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. He got his fucking oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Cut. That was no, that wasn't Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Jesse Ventura was another bounty hunter. Sweet. Um, Macho Man wasn't even in that. No, okay. that was your Macho Man impression. You sounded more like uh, really? Jesse Ventura. Buzzsaw. Yeah, a little bit. Like Jesse Macho Ventura. Man's, Macho Man's just a little more. Jesse like, Ventura. Yeah, like, like that. You know. Well, that's pretty Ooh, good. Buzzsaw. Ooh, what yeah. was Jesse Ventura sound? Like you just did. Really? It was a perfect Jesse Ventura. I was like, this is the governor of Minnesota right here. Je- oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I don't, I don't I'd rather be Jesse that. Ventura, even though he's that state. absolutely insane. Yeah. I, lo- I love but, how crazy he But is. Randy Savage is dead, so who would you rather be? Savage. Right. Yeah. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> days more than others. Ra- Randy Savage is the only reason that I love professional wrestling. Bonesaw, yeah. yeah, he was great. Bonesaw was Spider-Man. That was Spider-Man. And Buzzsaw was Running Man. What was um, his name in the Running Man? Buzzsaw was Ventura, you're telling me. No. No. He Vent- but there were like three yeah, three yeah, runner yeah. or three uh, bounty hunters, and then they brought Ventura in. Like, he was the retired dude, yes. and they were finally like... The other ones weren't working right. out. Everyone else like, got killed. He fucking screwed right. this up. Like, you gotta kill the get Running Get the old yeah. dude in, and, um, and then, was that Richard Dawson? Right from, from Family Feud, Family Feud yeah. and he went up. And he was because the whole place, everyone takes bets on who's going to kill the the runner. And yeah. you remember the old lady when he called her up, and she's like, "Yeah, so who who's going to get the next kill?" And she says, "And Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is Ben Richards." And she's like, "Ben Richards, it can't get a runner." Ben Richards, he's one mean son of a bitch. I love that line. I love that old lady. Yeah, she's great. awesome. But I don't remember. Uh, there was Dynamo. There was Buzzsaw. And there was Sub Zero, and I do not remember Jesse Ventura's. I totally forget. I think I got Dynamo confused with Sub-Zero. Dynamo. They were all wearing like the... Tron, Tron shit, right? Yeah, they especially like Dynamo. He he had, and he used to drive like that little Honda Odyssey, like oh. not the minivan, but like the old like dune yeah. buggy ones. Right. The and it was all shit. all uh, tricked out. He was very flamboyant, mm-hmm. and he was like sing opera. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, Remind me of Dom DeLuise a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. We are completely aging ourselves. Dom DeLuise, at least we barely remember that. It was weird. I just Small remember him from, uh, really from um, Cannonball Run. Yeah, Cannonball Run. Captain then... Freedom. Captain Freedom. That was that Jesse was Ventura's character. Yeah. Captain Freedom. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, Running Man. And then before that. Yeah, that, before uh, Running Man. No, we were talking about possible changes to overtime and even maybe the playoffs, just shooting the shit. No, you can't do that. The the playoffs are the playoffs. I would be so pissed Uh, off. I don't care what the change is. That might make me stop watching hockey. 20-minute, five-on-five hockey until we have a winner. Because that's where you honor the game. It's come down to that close in a seven-game series. You don't do the coin flip. Uh, As fun as it might be to see that coin flip when we're watching three-on-three, when we're watching shootouts... I would much rather see a playoff settled for real because, you know... And I don't think NHL would ever do that. I hope not. I, I, I think I hope mean, a lot you're talking of people about, would flip out. You're talking about a, a league more rich in tradition than any league in professional sports. And for them to change overtime rules, I think, would be... That's blasphemous. You just can't do it. No, the yeah. overtime in the NHL is the best hockey you've ever seen. It is the mm-hmm. best in sports. It come, everything else is, yep. you know, can you can tie or you can do, you know, you win on a stupid, you know, field goal at some point. Like this is, you know, just 
five on five, yep. men playing till two in the freaking morning. It's, it's almost like arm wrestling. Two sides just pushing till the other yep. breaks. There's and nothing it else. You know, two sides just pushing. Like it. And you know, like you're right. When, in baseball, even you got the innings, and I get it. But you know, there's always that chance of tying it and coming back. This is literally sudden death. And they like to say sudden death for a lot of things, but this is sudden death. And nothing more exciting than a overtime goal in the playoffs. Nothing yeah. more exciting. You know, you, you just, it can come out of nowhere. It's just, it's nothing like it. So yep. they can never, ever change. But I am totally open with changing the overtime rules in a regular season. Yeah. And, but, all right. So we I wonder if, uh, you know, if, if it stayed five on five, it, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if the fans would have liked it as much. I, really, I, I, don't I don't think, think people so. Were really, I don't think so at all. Yeah, I, I, five I mean, on five and then the shootout, that would seem like even more of an abrupt shift. Yes. I honestly think they got it right. If you're going to go and you need to have a winner, if you can't end in a tie, I'm okay with that for regular season. And I think three on three is more exciting. Yeah, four on so four much fun. was like we're going to a shootout because nobody scores on right. four on four. And this is different. No, three on three is it's so much fun. Yeah, so you don't know if you're going to make it to a shootout. A lot of them, well, well, what we said, what, almost three quarters? All, almost end, three quarters end in the goal. End in during the goal. overtime. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think they got it right. If, if you're going to have overtime in a shootout, Exist is the best way to do it. I'd like to see him maybe extend then extend the overtime a little bit. Just give him another five minutes. Yeah, and let's see. That let's might see be the, the very best. Iteration you might there. you might get to real close to a hundred percent of games ending in regular in uh, overtime. I wonder how they feel about that though, because you, if you still already got three out of four decided the right way in overtime, as right. opposed to a coin flip shootout, it, it, then how few shootouts are you going to have if you if you make it twenty and I, minutes? And I suppose or ten minutes rather. You're just that you're never going to have a shootout, and they say, oh, some fans like to shoot out. So, and and I, I get, you know, with the percentage of games that do go into a shootout, which is, yeah. you know, at low, I guess it is a bit of a novelty enough that it's, you know, that fans kind of, oh, shit, I've never been to a game with a shootout, and now I'm at one, yeah, and that's awesome. Maybe they made it instead of, like, 25% of the time, like, 12, like, one out of eight times. I'd be yeah. okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, so. I just, I, I really enjoy the... Three on three, and I, I get so mad when they don't freaking score. It's, it's so aggravating. It's just like, oh man, a freaking shootout. This is what it's coming down to. Mm-hmm. Like especially like if it's a game against the Rangers or something. Like we just, I want to beat this team. Yeah. And winning in a shootout or losing in a shootout to me, it's like I don't even care at that point. Like mm-hmm. once the shootout starts, I honestly completely lose interest in the game. It doesn't matter who won to me. I it, get and, it. I get it. Um, you know, if you got a score that. You, you just feel like he's got the greatest moves. I just want to see what he does. I do that even if it's not our guy. Yeah, so like absolutely. Connor McDavid's going to take. A, you know, I want to see what he wants to do. Uh, but I can also Trevor Zegras. Like, wouldn't you want to see what kind of crazy shit he's going to do this yes. time? You know. Yes. I get that. Like you said, uh, you know, individual skill kind of. It is interesting, but it, I feel like not. I'm not watching anything connected to the game. Exactly. I was just watching. It's just it's, and, two and separate it, it, things. The Devils lose in a shootout. Like I honestly, I I, I have no emotion about it. No. It's like ah oh, well. And I just flipped the channel, and I put the office on, and that's my life. And, we, and a little, to some extent, even with, well, the very first change we didn't talk about was that when they went to the possibility of uh, not no longer having a tie, they, they called it an overtime loss. That yes. changed everything in some ways. Yep. And now you never gave a shit if you lost in overtime. Right. If you won in overtime, great. If you tied, great. But when you start being able to lose in overtime that way, right? It's it, it just. I don't know. I, I, that's what I think has changed it more than anything. So, like, you're saying in a shootout, you don't care if you lose. To some extent, that's kind of how we felt when they went to the overtime loss. 
it used to matter a lot more. Yeah, like you had a true. tie, and you, you know, now you still have a tie. You still have the same fucking one it, point. It's exactly it. It's yeah. essentially a tie. But if you lost in overtime before that, you, you lost zero both points. points. You got you didn't get one. And point. I like that. I know. But I, they, this is what they didn't like. I know. These teams are going. I'm not risking one point to make one point. Right. I, I'm a coach. And that's that it. They play fired. for the tie, and that's it. And you were watching teams play for the tie. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck are they doing? So I get it. To have an overtime at five on five with no overtime that, loss at yeah. least. Can't make it was, sense. It got stale. And it was like, why are you even bother doing the tie? It's call it uh, yep. overtime. Just do, call it a tie and be done. Right. Yeah. But the three on three was definitely the best thing they could have done. Yeah. Um, they basically salvaged overtime. But yeah. in the playoffs, but also, like you said, like, you know, when you're playing a, a five on five, five minute overtime and yeah nobody's going to risk that extra point but that's what makes playoff hockey so much better because that point doesn't matter anymore this is just about a win or a loss and you got to do everything you can to get that win and you're like i said you're going to play until two in the morning if you have to and if you got to play the next day you got to play the next day and um i was wondering if they could work more possibly three on three but at least more four on four into games by changing what the officials do the way and the way they do it like right now it, it is really coincidental minors most of the time and they clear but what if you didn't like what if you know they both got the penalty and they're in the box now you have that bigger ice surface you know and some penalties that happens um, but you almost never see like somebody get a double minor and the other team get two minors too and now we're at three on three that call oh, so you're saying happens. you'd like to see three on three more in a regular season? Three game. on three as a possibility, which is it's almost impossible now. Yeah, I agree. But it, it, when you think about the, I don't think book, I've ever seen three on three in regulation. Have you? No, I have never. No, um, you know you, you've seen five on three turn into four on three. Sure, it happens all the time. Um, but like, yeah, but you know what you never see is the three on three. And when you think about it, why? I mean, I get it. Usually the. the the four-on-three opportunity doesn't last that long. That's, that's part of it. The other part of it is how the officials call things. By the time they get to, like, a four-on-three situation, they've made three fucking calls already. Right. And they're like, oh, we're calling too much. We're just uh-huh. So it doesn't happen that way. The other thing they don't like to call, you see them do this sometimes, only when it's real flagrant. A guy is legitimately tripped, but he, he does, like, some crazy-ass stuntman embellishment, stunt. right. So I like the matching penalties like that. Okay, now we're at four-on-four. That shit could happen again. Now you're at three on three. There, it's part of that reason that doesn't happen is just because the refs have decided we don't call that. You know, we'll move on from that. I don't want to put too many people in the box. Right. And you see a game with tons of it's out of fucking control. That would be like, so much fun though. That would be so yeah. awesome to see. Yeah. Like, like so, if they were gonna, and I'm not in favor of a lot more penalties, but let's face it, we got a lot of penalties in a game. What's the average game? Like, I don't oh. know, 10, 15 penalties. I mean, go to 10, our 10 go maybe. To, I think yeah, I think ten is even. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I guess between eight and ten, I think is fair. Yeah, I, I, I know, know there's a I mean, technical answer for this. But it's got to be close to that. We, uh, what you call it, had what like five or six just on Monday alone against yeah. uh, the Sharks. And, and I remember then that one game when we got ten against us and still managed to win against the uh, the Penguins. The, yeah, and they took six or seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, like they never ever line up to get a three-on-three three and almost never give you four-on-fours. Part of that is the choice of the way they call things. You know many times you're like, the guy was being held, he was also holding. Wait, what the hell are you talking about? Do you ever see this move that the player takes the stick that's halfway around his body already, 
grabs it with his hand so he can, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. call it embellishment, call him stick that's, holding. That's... But he's also being hooked. The first guy, they could both go. Yeah. And this happens all the time. They've decided not to do too many you know, penalties at the same time. I just checked on the old internet here, and you were dead on. 11.8% that's what I said, 11. of penalties 8. per game. It's 11.85, like, I guess they yeah. round, you know. You were dead on. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, no, totally so... Was. That's uh, no. You said around twelve penalties a game. That's Something like you know, that. yeah. That's what it feels like. And I, I thought that was even a little high, but no, you're right. So they are already calling a shitload of penalties. And how many games? You know, it's probably but less than one out of four that you see a four and four. You could time. probably get those coincidental minors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the refs, if they if they wanted to, they could probably call that on a, a whole lot more of those. Hooking, yeah. tripping balls. I like that and idea too because I don't really don't want too many more penalties total. Right, but I'm if you got, saying, if you, you got you're going to call the guy a trip and he did embellish, call the embellish. Yeah, get them both in the box. And now your fans are going to see some of those four and four and potentially, I'm not saying it's going to be a common thing, probably less common than, than the four and four should be, but potentially you get a three on three. Which would be awesome. consistently calling. Yeah. What I think every fan are going to be honest sees. You see, I've seen calls where I'm like, oh, we're going to box. Wait. They're going to the box. Yeah. What the fuck is that? You yep. know, like, you, you see Especially big calls, you this see bad year, calls. Like, I, I, I thought this guy was totally embellishing it. The refs bought it. They didn't buy it, you know. I don't know. I feel like this year is just uh, the really terribly, ter- terrible officiating. I just yeah. sounded like Rain Man there. Um, <laughs> I was thinking and, more Jimmy from South Park. It's ter- <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Ter- terrible. <laughs> Continue. So yeah, um, that's I, I think the officiating this year has been god awful. I mean, I just keep on going back to that Toronto game. Yeah, uh, you know, it was like what in the hell was going that was on insane. that one, and even the Penguin game. Yeah. and they were calling. I mean, and this has happened. You know, you watch even uh, you know on the fly in the morning, and yeah. almost every goal is a power play goal or you know yeah. some type of special teams goal, and you're just that's it. That's where uh, you know these penalties are being called left and right. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, what do you think of the uh, wider ice surface as far as European play? Do you think I, that we should know. go to a bigger ice surface? Okay, one, I think it'll never happen. I agree. Uh, uh, because of the way the arena is already designed, what are they going to do? Give up seating, the, the most expensive seating? Like, I don't see that happening. Number two, like, I don't know. Uh, this game has changed so much that if you were ever going to do this, it's not a bad time. Years ago, when it was like we put these giant men in a fishbowl to bang each other up, and that was like back right. in the day style hockey, that has changed so much. The European game, the uh, international game, has always been more about speed, passing, mm-hmm. skilled player, uh, and, and not about size, not about you know uh, ability to hit. It's just like hardly any hitting at all, um, and it's still fucking fun. So yeah. I'm actually in favor of that. I, I don't know. I'm of two minds when it comes to a lot of the physicality of hockey. It's awesome. It's amazing. I do enjoy it. When you see a player throw a clean hit and how it opens up the game, it's great. On another side of it, it's not even the best parts of hockey. The best parts of hockey are the great defensive plays, the great offensive plays, the shots, saves. So, like, you know, when I don't miss it in the Olympics. The games matter otherwise, you know. I think the NHL, it would, it would miss the hitting, especially, like, they're doing 82 games a year. Garbage teams playing garbage teams. They're already having trouble filling the buildings. Watch a fucking game. When there's big hitting, the crowd is alive. They're yeah. into it. You never see huge hits thrown. 
the worst crowds out there in the NHL, some of them which might have been our buildings on some nights, that will we'll be woken up by you know big hits. And the bigger ice surface takes a lot of that out of the game. I really enjoy watching it. Um, I yeah. do not want the NHL in any way, shape, or form to incorporate it. I, and it's for a lot of the same reasons that you said. But I do really like watching games on it. Like yeah. when you know when I catch a game and it's a you know an international game or something. I just I love. It. It's I think it'd be kind of cool if they did like a short series of games there. Like you know, I like can get behind and, that. You know, and it would kind of be like uh, uh, you know used to see once in a while like people going against their own you know skills for that like, I could see how that would be pretty cool yeah I, I, I could yeah. get behind that I do enjoy watching the games on there just because watching the the, the skilled guys in yeah. that much room is just it's so much fun you know but uh, yeah it, it, it something like that I mean like they did the outdoor series a few years ago yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah like, maybe you do a little European series you an play outdoor on the series, European series you got you know your conference leaders in the middle of the season get pulled uh, over to pretty play cool. in Finland or yeah, wherever the hell they play. play a couple of games out there, and they do it in the preseason. Even in the beginning of the year, I think we put, opened up the season one year Edmonton in Sweden or Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Or, and I think somebody played uh, this year out in uh, Europe, too, in the beginning of the year. So, yeah, that would, that you know, would be pretty would cool. probably never happen for a business reason, but it'd be pretty fucking cool, too, is to do a short series against teams that play in the big surface. So it'd yes. be, you'd have to do a home and away, so it's fair. But put those players in, in our ranks. I mean, the NHL used put, to do the yeah. exhibition games with, especially with yeah. the, you know back in the, with the Russians, and you know right. back then they used to do a lot of the exhibition games with the European teams. Right. But doing it like that, like okay, and your place will play on your ice, and you yeah. come to our place to play on our ice. That could I be cool. I stole that idea from uh, Rocky Three. From Rocky Three. Yeah. Right, uh, Sylvester Stallone. He was in it, yeah. He played Rocky. Yeah, and in Opie, he he was uh, wrestled. He played. He uh, fought the wrestler. He yes, Hulk Hogan. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. The ultimate male right. versus the ultimate meatball. Now, what I didn't get was his words, not mine. Yeah, he he never got the box. Like this was just a wrestling match. And that's it. It was it. He never got the so box. Imagine this is that's what this is like. We'll go over there. Well, and he play did in their take circles. his gloves off and then just you know start hitting him with some bare knuckle shots, but. Yeah, yeah, I see your point. Yeah. I totally see your point. Exactly. So let's just do this completely different than how that exhibition was. I'm going to do it the way we should. And have. we well, can't we do have. an exhibition the way they did it in Rocky Four because that would mean Apollo dies, and I don't want to go through that again. I haven't seen that yet. You never saw Pop- Rocky Four? No. What the I'm fuck just, is wrong I just, with you? Yesterday I saw Rocky Three, and uh, I'm just catching up. And so I, haven't, Rocky, I haven't even heard of this movie until like a week ago. Yeah, Rocky, it, I, no, no. it's not that popular. I, I, I mean, you gotta gotta be in the know. A lot of people my generation don't know this. <laughs> I watched. Did you really just watch Rocky three, or are you talking shit? Because I actually just watched um, the Rocky, the original one, the other night. Yeah, well, it was Thursday. I, I couldn't so sleep. Of course you. So did. I watched that. Yeah, no, it's good. I haven't seen that movie in forever. That's a fantastic movie. Rocky three. No, the first one. The first and Rocky two. Rocky three. I can kind of do best Rocky. Without. What's the what's your favorite Rocky? Rocky two. Rocky two and one are like the same movie, and they just mm. made a different ending. Like a, they were supposed to be lesser one ending. movie. Yeah, and they, they just they, you know they like. I thought the Rocky one ending is the better ending as a movie. Well, anyway. Rocky the Rocky one is is more of a love story than it is anything else. I mean, it's a story about him and Adrian, and bo- boxing is just kind of what he does. Yeah, and that's I think something that 
none of those other movies have. They are all just movies about him fighting. This was very secondary to the story of him and Adrian. So, for that reason, because I'm a hopeless romantic, Rocky is probably the best one. But then again, I do really like when he wins the championship. So you do? Yeah. I think that's when it all goes south. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know. That guy's not supposed to win. He's supposed to be some, you know, loser who gets close. But that's how he is luck. in the first one. That's when they did it right. And the rest of it's like, what if we took that story and took anything cool or realistic out of it, and he could be the champion of the world? Yeah. And, and then lots then, of sequels. Yeah. Well, that's what the, the, the writers of three said. How am I supposed to do with this fucking character? Right. It, it, it's all bullshit now. Then it became so bullshit. They, they, I mean, okay, let's bullshit it up. <laughs> like, but what if you just <laughs> ended it with the wrestlers? Then. Let's bring in, you know, like it got crazy. Yeah. I mean, the next he had to solve world peace in, in a near nuclear battle with Russia. Well, yeah, because if 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 he can change, then they can change, <laughs> yeah. and everybody can change. Yeah. I mean, those are powerful words, Dan. Yeah, it really worked. It and great. you know, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like this slander against Rocky. You know what I, what I had on this morning? Uh, I haven't even I seen the last Rocky. Um, I haven't seen it. Well, Rock. I mean, after he got done with the boxing thing, and it kind of became more about his life, and you had Rocky Balboa, and then you had Creed and Creed Two. Those are all cool. I like them. I, I kind of can do without, you know, Rocky Three, Rocky Five. Uh, Which one was Rocky Five? Rocky Five was the one where okay, so he goes broke, he moves back to Philadelphia, and okay. this kid from Missouri or somewhere out in the Midwest, whatever. Comes uh, oh, yeah, Tommy yeah, Gunn, yeah, yeah. who's Tommy a real Gunn, boxer, Tommy dead, Morrison. He died of AIDS. Yeah. Yes, and so Tommy Morrison wants to be trained, and that's it. So and then Morrison gets the title fight, and that's oh no, what the fuck am I talking about? He fights Rocky, and uh, yeah, because he thinks Rocky's holding him back. So that, yeah, okay. and it's a street fight, right. and it's I terrible. Right. Oh, it's god awful. It's just terrible. But there was another Rocky. Well, there was. Well, the Creed. You had the two Creed. Movies. You had the two Creeds, and then you had Rocky Balboa. Yeah, which I is like that's the one I didn't see. That's the last one. The last Rocky movie, yeah. Yeah, not the last Creed movie. No, no, no. I think they're still making those. But Rocky Balboa, very good movie. You should check it out. goes back to its roots of original Rocky. Yeah? Yeah, much. That is really the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, that's that's a good one. But this morning... Creed 2. I don't know if I saw Creed 2. Yeah. Anyway, Top Secret was on this morning. Oh, yeah. With Val Kilmer. Yeah. So I've seen that movie about a million times. And I don't know what's funnier. Yeah. Those movies and me laughing at everything and knowing every line They're or great. just the disgusted look on my wife's face. Yes. Like the you are the biggest fucking idiot. How could you laugh at this? And I just I think I like that just as much as I enjoy the movies. Um but oh my god, that is freaking one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. They should make a top secret too with Fat Val Kilmer. That'd be awesome. <laughs> do you want to put a voice changer on that on that board of yours? You can do. You want to do uh, not to a German. Is that what you want? <laughs> no, I was just thinking how Val Kilmer. I think sounds now. He's had some kind of problem. Uh, I don't have a Val Kilmer. There's no Val Kilmer. Yeah. Oh wait, there's a monster button. That's probably close enough. Try All right. It. My name is Nick Rivers. Does it sound like a monster? I mean, no. You're that like doesn't set, change my voice at, the end at of all. This book and it's Grover. That kind of monster. That's the stupid button. I don't know. All right. Is it plugged in? Yeah, the lights are on. Look at it. It's like a fucking Christmas tree. I didn't see those Um, lights. So let's talk about the uh, Kraken game tonight. Yes. That's going to be a fun one. 
Sure is. Uh, so, coming up pretty oh, soon. Wait a second. I have breaking news. Oh, yes, yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. Um, do we have a breaking news side effect? Yeah, this. Everybody's very excited. I think it's the only button I use. Wait. Wow, that is breaking news. Still breaking. Yeah. It's breaking. Yeah. It's broke. What else could you? Nate Bastion is off IR and Foot has been sent back down to Utica to make room for him. We'll get ready for another streak, people. I like it. So, what do you think? You're gonna uh, because that uh, what would they have? Um, Mercer. Bastion, I mean, uh, Mercer, Boquist, and uh, Wood playing together. Yeah. I like that line. It worked. Yeah. Um, or was that McLeod? No, McLeod for a while, and I think Boquist had some time there, too. But so maybe more McLeod. You automatically put the Bastion, um, Wood, uh, McLeod line back when, when Nate's ready to play? And I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup tonight or not, but, I mean, I just saw that they activated him. I think, so. it, I think maybe you get that... You know, a, a chance. Like, because these lineups, you know, like, see what they do. Like, I, he's got to stop fucking with the lineups. Am I wrong? I, uh, I mean, I get it. Um, to not get too, there's advantages to being able to have different combinations. Yeah, and there are. But I would like to see them feel a little bit more comfortable, uh, and like just like them trying to work on different combinations is one thing. But when things just don't go right right away, and he's. I, it just feels like he's just randomly mixing right. it. Cause it's the boggle button, like you it's said. It's a boggle button, and it, but is is that because he thinks it like I gotta keep him thinking on their toes, and I don't like this. And they're giving me, you know, he said stuff in the past like if he wants more ice time, he'll. So he's trying to fill holes for the guys he's you know like punishing. Right. And if that's all it is, it might be a waste of time. Yeah, but I if think he's going, you know what? I like these guys; they're good together. We got that. I, you know, what I really want to see. Can these three play together? Because I'm thinking the big picture, certain teams, this combo might be better than this combo. Okay, so well, if you, hey, Lindy both. Ruff's playing fucking chess and we're all playing checkers, I'm fine with that. You know, I, I just right. like, I don't, I don't necessarily know, know if that's the case. I'll be honest with you, when it comes to Lindy Ruff, I never know <laughs> how much credit and how much blame to give him. Yeah. I feel like I'm always giving him too much of both. Do you understand what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. And I can't really have it both ways. Like, I agree. It, uh, but, you know... So if he's some idiot uh, and he just gets lucky, uh, it just doesn't make sense. I think that there's probably a method to his madness to some extent. It doesn't always work. And the question of is he still going to be able to pull it off and keep in touch with these players, if there's all legit questions. But I think he knows what he's doing. He probably likes to see the, you know, those combos. Are they ready? Are they right? And if it's for that I reason, just, I'm okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I just would like to see some more continuity with, you know, just, just let's just – I feel like it, we're not giving anything a chance. Not long enough, No, and it's like, so, you know, of course, Wood, McLeod, um, Bastion, um, and, you know, you keep that line together. Mm -hmm. What do you do with the third line? Because the first line, we've kind of, we, that's pretty much going to be, what, Palat and Heischer and Tatar, is that where we're at with that one? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if Tatar's, you know, I don't know how long he'll be around, but, uh, all right, so those. He has been picking it up lately, too. Yeah, he has been, uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's traded. No. Uh, second line, uh, Hughes, Bratt, and who they they keep kind of having Holla in there, and I don't like that. I think Holla needs to center a solid third line. Yes. You know, you got him for that. You know, uh, like a Holla, Wood, um, Boquist line. Okay. Like I like that. So what are you doing, Bastion? 
Uh, and the Bastion's going to be with uh, oh, okay. McLeod and Wood. So, no, wait. You, uh, did I just... What did I just say for the third line? I just put Wood on both lines. I yeah, can't do that's that. that's the problem. He, yeah. can't, he can't play that much. Uh, okay. So, the third line. So, we're going to keep the BMW line right. together. I didn't... I, I hate that name, but I, I had to call it that. Just, I know. It is short. Just... Names. Yeah, no. WBM. So the third line. Yeah, we can do it that way. MBW. Uh, the third line, Holla. What the hell was that? I don't know. Holla. Um, Boquist and who do you put Sharon Govich yeah I like that yeah and the second line we're going with Bratt Mercer Hughes yes and then the first line we got Palat Tatar Heischer Heischer keep them try that see if it works at least for I don't know four or five minutes I know Uh, two shifts I, I don't know if he's kept the same combos through a period yet yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It doesn't even last through a period. Um, a, a lot. Of, I mean, I remember coaches in the past like they played their fucking lines. They might come out after a dull first period, and you'd notice, oh, coach has changed the lines here, like almost as if they came back with a different goalie as a message. Like, right, you got to play better. But like Lindy never waits that long. No, He's fucking changes shit all the time. And and throughout the game, it's constantly. You know, you see Sharon Govich play on on three lines throughout the course of a game. Uh, um, same thing with Mercer. You'll double shift Hughes if you know. Yeah, well, that shouldn't really happen too much anymore because what do you, you know think, he was though, double shifting for guys like Foot right. and Holtz who you know come a third period a close game they're not going to get the time, right. but right. Bastion will. So now you can kind of get back to rolling four lines, hopefully. And hopefully those four lines will look somewhat consistent throughout a nightly basis. What, what do I think about what you were just about to say? I, I mean, do you think that maybe this is something like more that he gets out of it that we're not understanding? Like, what could be the best? I hope so. Like, like he's the coach. I hope yeah, so. I mean, like, but what it, what is the benefit? What, what do you see out of that? Like, that could like, possibly be the benefit. Unless he's just hoping he can strike lightning in a bottle, and he just something comes along, or he's. But I don't think he's keeping them together long enough to know if that can happen. No, it's more um, like him just saying. Maybe he's just I want fucking you to play ADD. Everybody. Like I don't know. Does he like keep them on their toes? Is he, is he trying to keep them from identifying less with their own line mates? Because that happens sometimes. And more with the system. And more with the system, the team. Like you okay. know what I'm saying? Like what is there? Again, I don't know if that's a. a I mean, if you if you have a team that you know you're you're you know this team's one point behind in the first place, you know Carolina Hurricanes. There's a way to kind of keep them focused. I guess it's right. working. I mean, right, that's... and it might also, in a way, send the message, guys. I don't believe that you're only good to score three or four goals a game. Like you won this game, you won, but we're gonna like you guys are made. We don't need to settle for this, and when it's not working, we're gonna change it up. You know, like and. That's what he's trying to say. Is it's like almost like a carrot stick thing? I just then then whatever. Received. I have no idea. Whatever the outcome that he hopes to get from this, I hope he does get it soon because I don't like the constant shuffling of the lines. Oh, you, maybe you, think are, you could get like maybe you could make the argument, but it has been helping. Well, I mean, I guess you, I guess you, you can argue that it's not. I mean, it maybe didn't help in December, but if you take yeah. that month away, it, it's been working. I mean, they. I, I tend to agree with you. I'm just looking at devil's advocate. They're sure. with you because even Lindy does, and by that I mean when they were on the streak, he didn't change the lines much, no. right? So when they're winning, he doesn't change them that much. So I don't know how much value he really places in it versus like he's just scrambling. And I, I, but I, I, I just, know. I never feel like 
they're ever in a position, or at least not often enough, mm-hmm. to where you're like, do something, man, change yeah. it. Like I never feel like they're that out of it. At least not in the beginning of the season, and definitely not in the beginning of 2023, where you know these guys have just basically took December and threw it away. Yeah, and that's me knocking on wood. Hopefully, that doesn't rear its ugly head, and they. Sometimes I real I do instead of saying like change it up so much I'm with you but I might be like just bench this guy like you know yeah. two bad turnovers in the first period right he's not even skating hard to stop at icing and it's like what are we doing with him today and I felt that way sometimes about players they like like Sharon Govich you mentioned yeah I, I've seen him like what the fuck some some of our weakest first period he's right there as one of our bottom players yes just, um, and just the vibe he gives off of like uh, like. Fucking lazy. Yeah, he plays it seems like very he's lazy. The clock yeah, sometimes. he's like, I'm going to make the donuts. You know, the like, just work here mentality. Sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes and he's got amazing skill, but especially the way he starts off games. And the, and the thing is too, like this team, they don't have too many of those dudes. You know, mm-hmm. like like most of the dudes play their asses off, and right. especially guys that uh, you know, a guy like Sharon Govich, who you know, because of his poor play, has been getting limited ice time. You would think that the time you have out there, you'd be skating hard and doing everything you can uh, to help this team. But, yeah, I don't see it. I mean, you see Mercer, who, and I kind of, like we said before, we kind of have to put them in the same bin. They came in the same time. Yeah. They they are very similar in their style and their age, and or at least I thought they were. And Mercer has kind of taken this much more mature step this year. Definitely. And turned into a leader, and this kid's only 21 years old. No, he, and he, his he has it. He, ho- has, he has it. Yeah. His hockey sense is off the chart. Yep. Um, right. If this dude is not coaching or in broadcasting the minute that he retires from hopefully a stellar career, he's doing something yeah. uh, wrong because he's made for it. I think um, if you if you pulled all the uh, GMs out there and, and they you know asked them which devil do you want, you get to pluck anyone off this team. A lot of guys would pick him because he's so young and his upside is huge. Yeah, he does have a you know, very I mean, high it's ceiling. Easy to say Hughes and stuff, but like you know, let's say you protected a couple of players, you, every player, every coach and uh, organization wants a guy like him. Yeah, he's and and I think sense. I I mean, all right, you have to pick right now. We can only keep one. Yeah, Brad or Mercer. Fuck, it's a that's a great setup question because. Brad is, has unparalleled skills. Very few people have his skills. And when he's hot, he is fucking hot. He's on fire. You know who has more heart, and it's Mercer. You know who has more... Uh, I will lose a limb to score this goal. I, I will dive into a blender and, and, and whatever it takes to get this puck over the line. The guy who seems like you know he's going to have that ability and play over his head consistently, um, skill-wise... Those are it's a player you can't let go. So, I so have you to go take Mercer. Mercer. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. It's crazy. Well, I, I would I, probably regret every time I see Brett play it amazing on another team, having to let him go. But I don't think I'd regret keeping Mercer. Well, I mean, you might want to get, try and get used to the possibility of Brett playing another place because yeah, uh, they know, you know they know. haven't worked anything out yet. So hopefully we do hear some news on that soon. Yeah. But I love Jesper Brett. He, like you said, his upside is huge, but mm-hmm. he does take games off, and you know, there's just times where you don't, he, you don't even hear his name, yeah. you don't you even know where he which is. Which one is likely to not punk out during the playoffs? 
Mercer's the guy that I feel will step up in the playoffs, and we've even said that. Like, Mercer is that dude that is just going to come out of nowhere and light it up in the playoffs because when the chips are down, he's somebody that I think will thrive in a in a, a, a position like that. I think yeah. Hughes will. I, I Well, you know Hughes will. He's just on a different planet. He yeah. sure, I hope, becomes that. I can see he has yes. you know a lot of those uh, traits, and let's see, come... I mean, he's just a guy I really want to see in a playoff series. I really he's want to see how like he... He's kind of like the linchpin, too. Like, how he goes, so the team goes all year long. Yep. And I think that's going to be true in the playoffs, double. I agree. He's going to have to have big games. So, the, you know, if he, if he turns into being that leader guy for the playoffs, him and the Devils are in good shape. But this year, if he's not that man, it, I think it's going to be rough for the Devils. I don't, I don't see them having great playoff run without him being you know, very consistent. Well, yeah, he's, he's like you said, he's a linchpin. He's a big part of the team. He's the captain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, an, uh, now with a guy like Palat playing with him, I really think that is going to help him a lot Absolutely. come playoff time. Yeah. So what's your – give me a bold prediction for tonight's game, which begins in oh, boy, no, an hour and a half. Okay. Um, I think the Devils want this one. I, I really do. I think the – Realize they got away with, uh, you know, playing. Oh, uh, what was that? Like five total crap. minutes. Playing like, like crap. Yeah, five minute out of sixty minute game. And uh, yeah, I think you can even maybe say that they played. Yeah, a total of like eight point six seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. They didn't play very hard, and they got. And they, I think they realized. Wait a second, we cannot do that with this team. No, the Seattle will will beat them and right. beat them soundly. And um, this is a big bellwether game, so I, I'm kind of going over to your side and saying they're going to win. Because before this road trip, I said it's the one they might drop. But after seeing those three games, which you've called correctly, um, you know, I, fucking dumbest. I think that it's a good setup to come back and win this one the right way because I think it's hard not to have some kind of letdown, but they had it already. They just recently had it, and yeah. they're ready to play a real game against a real team. They're going to step up, and they're going to win, I'm going to say, 4-1. to one. Do you think there's any chance Blackwood's in goal tonight? I really hope not. I mean, I'm with you. I only want to see him on back-to-backs, and I want to see him choose him chosen for the game that's less important. Uh, and that's only conditions I want to see Blackwood in that. I don't know if they, the way they've gravitated towards giving him a shot at the number one position anytime he, you know. Seems yeah, to I want. get a little bit nervous I, on I, that. I'm worried about that that's I, not put to bed. I will. I, I I don't think it's put to bed either, and I think tonight I would not be shocked if Blackwood is in goal. Um, I, I so think, stupid though because right. I, I think you're not only you know feeding this Blackwood disappointment monster. If you really if he got his way and has the front, you know like that's not going to work out well for them. Also, you're you're fucking with the head of the guy who's right. been nothing but play excellent for you. I do think that if Vanacek is in goal tonight, and as well he should be. If Vanacek is in goal tonight, then I do think that it this matter is put to bed. That you will only see Blackwood or whoever is the backup in back-to-backs or, you know, a, a, a rough night, whatever the case may be. Special occasions, right. so to speak. That's what I, I think if, if Vanacek is in goal, I do think that that is a discussion that we do not long, no longer need to have. I hope so. I hope that's the case. That's, that's what I – but uh, any 
All right, so you said what, a 3-1 win? Is that what you four said? 4-1. Four four okay, one. give me a, a goal scorer. Um, I, I would like to see... Uh, I would like to see Graves get a goal. Um, mm-hmm. That would be Graves, you know, okay. yeah, yes. from defense. And um, I know who he is. Uh, I think it's very likely that you'll see one to two Hughes goals and a Mercer goal on top of that. Um, That's if true. I was picking all four double scorers, and uh, you know, You're gonna the, say- the fifth goal goes to Damon Severson. Okay. All right. I, I uh, like that. And that's my way of saying that he's not going to score get on his own net again. Somebody did that the other night. Did you see it? Oh, uh, where, uh, shit, sorry. Somebody did that uh, last night. I forget who it was for, but, yeah, it was really unfortunate. It was an empty net, and they just you know, went to go poke check and ended up in the back of the net. Yep. But I forget where it was. I am going to go Devil's Win. Okay. I'm going to go 5-3. to three. Okay. And Palat will have his first two goals from back from injury. All right. That's my prediction. I'm not going to name all five, but pull out for two. Okay. And five to three. Five to three. Five to three. Crack and go down. Devils go eight for eight on this Western West Coast trip, and they come home to face. Da, 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 da. Who do we play next? I think it's the Penguins, isn't it? Um. Yeah. It is right. When? Yeah. Uh, the Penguins game is. Uh, let's see. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. That's this Sunday, okay. This Sunday at 2 o'clock, Devils host Cleveland. That's going to be a tough one for them. It is. Excuse me. You know, coming back from from Seattle, which is tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, probably landing in Newark tomorrow, and then uh, tomorrow's Friday, having maybe no practice, but then right into a 2 o'clock in the afternoon game against the Penguins. That's a shitty schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and then it doesn't get easier because you got the Golden Knights uh, coming to town. Uh, That's going to be a fun days. game. Uh, fun game, good team, interesting uh, to have them. Because really, how many times have they been in our building, right? Probably less than five. I think uh, probably two or three. Yeah, exactly. Um, then you got the Predators. All right. Nashville um, owns we're us. We're going to Nashville. They own us. In, in their building. So, yeah, you're right. It's, they, they seem to have had a number. So. They have had their way with us. Yeah, and then it was like I think earlier this year, it was one they should have won. Um, that was an overtime loss. That was our first yeah, overtime game, wasn't it? Yeah. And, it, yeah, they just, you saw them just give away, you know, the initiative uh, on that game. But, um, you do have some tough, uh, this, you know, it doesn't get any easier. You're no, right. No, then, then, you know, then they're going to Dallas. Then we come home and we, we get, get a reprove with Vancouver. Yeah, and now we're well into February, but you know that's it's going to be a, a really really fun end of the season, second half, because I'll tell you I was real nervous, and I think all Devil fans were right in December. Like, okay, you know, if is this going to turn around, and if it does, is it going to look like it did before? And I have to say, I think the way that they're playing now, there's much more consistency to their play, and even it was during the winning streak. I feel like they've I feel like they're just playing on a much more poised sense. I mean, it's like does that make sense? It does. They're much more mature. Like I feel like I feel like the losing streak in December right. has taught this team a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and that is a huge sign of growth and maturity, which I you know think they are going to be. Hopefully, if they hold their shit together, they should be a, a definite uh, 
not an easy out in the playoffs, no doubt. Not at all. Not like the Minnesota Vikings, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I Let's, felt for you. I felt for you. Dude, I, don't. Please. I did. Please. I did. Don't. It doesn't matter. I said we are the most tortured fan base in all of North American sports, and you know what? This is why I don't deserve good things. I, I can't. It just doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, it's all Viking fans. This yeah. is when... And, and you know, here's the effed up part. Like, the way I became a Viking fan, right? I was only like five or six. And right. I think about this all the time. Okay. Like, family over, like, a Sunday, and they're watching the fucking Giants. And I walk past the TV, and I ask who the purple team is. And my uncle or somebody says Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> That's how I became a Viking fan. I, know. I think all the time. Why didn't he say... That's the New England Patriots. <laughs> he could have. And I could have had six championships. Yeah. Why not? No, he had to say, that's the Minnesota Vikings. Like how in this story, you take zero responsibility for the fact that you chose the fucking color. Well, they chose the color. What you I knew who the Giants were. No, I, mean, I didn't know who the did other you... team was. <laughs> so you just wanted to know who the other team was. You didn't even like them. Well, no, but I didn't know there was really any other teams. I knew there were the New York Giants, and when somebody said the Minnesota Vikings, so I said, really little, I'm a fan. You kind of thought, like, I was the New York Giants are playing nameless teams. Yeah. And then you're like, well, just who picked one. these guys? Right. Yeah, and it would have been, crazy. whoever where right. they were playing that day, I would have been a fan of. So you didn't, like, happen to notice, you know, like, okay. I thought you were saying, I've been watching a lot of games, and I like that purple uniform. No. No, this was just, like I said, if I walked past and I said... Who's the team in the white helmet with the, you know, uh, revolutionary soldier on it? And they said, right. that was the New England Patriots. Then Where you fucked my... up is you watched the Giants play the wrong game. You yeah, exactly. You should have woke should've... up a different game. Yeah. And, yeah, it's exactly. It could have been... Because I wasn't going to be a Giant fan. Dynasties, you know? Because it was like everyone in my family were Giant fans. So it's like I didn't like them because the everyone else liked them. If, if you liked your family more... Well, yeah, if I like my family more, absolutely. You could have got a couple of Super Bowls that you probably didn't deserve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, like, some of the worst quarterbacks who ever won a Super Bowl. <sighs> but, you know, that's, you know, look, there's a big Giants-Devils fan overlap, and I hope I'm pissing you somebody know what, off here, but Giant, I just like fucking Yeah, around. but I've noticed, I just like... I don't like New York. Here's the thing. No, I don't either. But yeah, here's the thing. That's where my bias is. I could give a shit otherwise. Most Giant fans are Ranger fans. Yeah. It's, to me, it's always like Giants, Rangers, Yankees, Devils, Jets, Mets. Yeah. Does that make... It, it kind of does. That? Um, like the lesser... Like if you were... If you were like... You like the underdog. You like the Jets. And you automatically... If you're from Jersey, you're like, yes. well, fuck that. I like the Devils. Because, yes. you know, your whole life they've been the underdog. Here's my problem with that. You're absolutely right. But I'd rather give that job to the fucking Islanders. And there's two reasons for that. Number one, mm. they're all fucking orange and blue. All of them. Yes. And the, the, the other reason is they, they all fucking suck and like the devils have had a nice little run but you know like you don't have other than a couple anomaly years any wins between those teams and their sports no that's right you know, the next like fucking choke artists I mean in the 90s they were like we're gonna it's our time he won nothing no you, nothing and Rangers they, have won <laughs> one cup since 94 Islanders haven't the, won a cup the, since the, the 80s won, when they won that cup it was like we are this amazing hockey town, aren't we, everybody? And it's like, you, you have the worst of the original six record by far. Oh, yeah. You know? How many Cups did they actually have one in their career? The two, right? I don't remember, because you do go back to a weird period back there, and I don't know. Like, I thought it, it was like 1940 and 1994. They have the fewest of the original six by a lot. Like, the next one up has them, you know, way more than tripled. Let's see. I mean, they were all great teams. Like, great era teams. The Leafs, right? 
the the, the uh, Bruins. The Canadians are the winning team in sports. The and Rangers won four cups. They've won uh, in, in 28. Oh, yeah, back in 28. Do you remember that series? <laughs> Dude, that was a crazy series. 1933, 1940, and 94. So, <laughs> That's pathetic. That is really pathetic. I mean, who's, do you have the numbers handy, what the other original six are? Who's the next least winning? It's got to be Chicago, and they have a ton. Let's find out real quick before we wrap up this. Uh, yeah, this is important trivia if there ever was. I agree. All people right. need to know. This is give the people what they want. All right, let's see here. Let's go to challenge eight. This is I don't want to read all. This cup's been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> this cup's been around the block. This is one heck of a old trophy. Uh, all right. So if we're gonna go with the all-time, I just want to know the original six. What's their I'm ranking? Going is. All these here, I, I can't find the original six, but I can look it up with this. So we know that they have four, right? Um, give me your next team you want from the original six. You want let's, Blackhawks? I'm, I'm thinking. The, let's check the Blackhawks. They might be. So the Blackhawks, uh, six Stanley Cups. So they're probably next. They they only have two more than the Rangers. I'm shocked. That's it. Uh, I thought they had them beat by a lot. So you know they're both looking like ass. How about the next one up? It's got to be what? Want to go Red Wings? Yeah, I think it, they, they might actually. 11. Top three. They want 11? 11 okay. Stanley Cups for the Wings. So. What do you want to do next? Let's go Boston. I think I'm going to call Boston as the next one. Mm, oh, wait a second here. Uh, so it's six Stanley Cup championships for the Boston. Oh, wow. Tied for fourth most of any team with the Blackhawks trailing. This is of the original six. All right. Uh, The Blackhawks trailing the Canadians, Maple Leafs, and Red Wings. All right. Okay, so Canadians have 24. Maple Leafs have (laughs) 13. That's pretty good. Red Wings have 11. 11. Um, The Bruins and the Blackhawks have six. Six. And the Rangers have four. There's your six. And uh, not as uh, and we awful have as I thought it was for the Rangers. They, they only have two less than than Chicago, they, which they, is crazy. They only have one less of us, and we've been around. They were around a hundred years longer. Yeah. So, and they only have one more than us. I meant. So exactly. All right. So Dan, um, I think we should probably wrap this thing up and uh, get ready to go watch some of the. Cracking game. Yep. Unless there's anything else that Let's is uh, dancing around in your head that you'd like to discuss. No, that's it. That's all, right. all I got. That's all we got. So sure. until next time, Uncle Puckers, we will see you when we see you. Puckers out. It's over, Johnny. It's over.